It's just after 8 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub with three locations. One on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the Strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non-invasive scan today for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready, because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. Live from the PSBR Law Studios, it's Pat Casal filling in tonight. It's my pleasure to be here. We'll recap the Kentucky Derby. We'll talk about other sports. We're going to talk about why is it going to be so difficult for Little League and other uh, sports for children to get get referees. The parents are unchained. We'll go into that as well. We'll cover the uh, entire sports world today as much in two hours. The Derby, obviously, was a, was a surprise for a lot of people, we'll get into that. Venezuela, Venezuelan horse run. You know what? It's interesting that there was a th- the theory is that that horse was in the same stall or stable where Secretariat came out of, and they always win. And sure enough, he won Mage. And yeah. I had him. I had him in the, in the Florida Derby, so he ran well. It, you know, it, it, it's an interesting thing about the Derby. You could pick. There were, there's, there's so many horses. I like six about six horses. He's one of them. I can't bet them all. <laughs> well, you could. You no, you can't. Pat. But you know, the seventeen is who I liked, and he got a bad start. I mean, when you're de- when you're dealing with twenty horses, Mark. Oh, you can't you can't luck. be that far outside and get a bad start. I mean, he got he was from the seventeen post. He got shuffled back. He spotted the field two, ran sixth. That wasn't bad. But I have the Castellano getting his first Derby win. Unbelievable. I was excited for him. Uh, you know, uh, the thing that was surprising to me was the fact that a lot of the people that thought Angel of Empire was going to be a sure thing, I didn't like him at all. I, I just His style didn't make it. But then you look at Mage, and he closed like a freight train. Yeah. Uh, the other horse that really did a hell of a job was two fills. Larry Ravelli out of Chicago won a, won a turf race earlier in the, on the card in a sprint, and then pops this one. So this was an incredible weekend. Um, for me, it was not very good. And, and where I really got screwed, uh, as well as um, my co- the co-host on Friday – our Thursday, our best bet got scratched at post time. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, sick! I was I I, didn't, I had two hundred fifty dollars on it. I couldn't I couldn't text you and uh, uh, rub was, that in. That was the, that was bad. the turf. That was the um, that was the race race nine, and it was just horrible because I really didn't think that would happen, and it was a great race. Again, 
Um, you, if you watch the races, if you if you watch it, uh, my my second choice in that race ran really well. That was Johannes. But the problem is Umberto Ruspoli should just stay in California because he's a terrible jockey. Castellano won that race as well with a horse that I like, Web Slinger. But I went against because I thought maybe this was too much. And it was unbelievable. But it was all in all, it was an exciting day of the races. Um, Castellano winning two big races. That one there, that was a half a million dollar race. The $3 million derby. When you win, when you win 18% of your career and you're a Hall of Famer, it's not much you can do to, for a first. This was his first derby. So that was pretty that was impressive. But overall, it was a great weekend, despite the fact that, you know, I didn't win. Nor did, nor did my, uh, my, my compadre. And I, and I got to tell you, the, the thing was interesting. We both said that the, uh, the Kentucky Oaks would be a lackluster race, and it was. The 14, one of, my, one of six horses I liked. I mean, no, but the problem, post position. So it was, a, it was a really weird weekend. It was weird. And, I, and when you look at the Derby, you know, all you could say is, you know, this, this horse could actually be something to look for. Well, Pat, let me ask you this, because now – the the focus every year, once you have a winner of the Kentucky Derby, Kentucky Derby, is can that horse win the Triple Crown? So you, you're the horse racing expert. Mile and a half. Can that can that horse win the? Is it diverse enough to win the Triple Crown? I think the horse can win the Preakness. I'll tell you this: he's got three starts. He's gotten in the two starts prior to the Derby. He ran against Forte. He ran fourth. I, I looked at him in that race. But in the, in the Florida Derby, he made a bold move, took the lead, and Forte, he passed Forte around the turn. And then Forte just decided to win the race. So going back to your point, this horse could be charismatic all over again. Chris Hantley, many okay. years ago. This this could be the now horse. I mean, the horse was, at, at, at the three-quarter pole, was 14th, right? And when you look at Angel of Empire, he was 13th. And he came on and he he dominated the race. I mean, there's there's no question that he dominated the race. And so, I mean, he won easy by a length and in, in, in hand. The horse that ran the best race with the pace was the horse that ran second to three, two fills. Ran a hell of a race, monster race, and again a long shot. I liked the horse. I used him in the in the supers. He was one of the four horses that I did decide to use. Then when they scratched Forte. I ended up using the 22, which that was a mistake. Although she, you know, she didn't run terrible. She ran like 10th. Um, again, 20, 22nd position is not easy to win. That was a gamble. But I really liked the six and the 17. The 17 ran decent, ran a decent sixth. The sixth got blown out, and 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 I don't understand the fractions. I mean, you go 20, 22 in a piece early, 23, 24, you were done. And the last half was, you know, not exactly fast. It was a 51 for the last half mile. So there's a lot of room for improvement. Does Forte run in the Preakness? I don't know. I don't think so. That, 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 and we're going to get into that as well. For whatever reason, a lot of horses came up running, didn't run real well with the surface. They rechanged the surface at Churchill. They did the same thing in California a few years ago, if you remember. A lot of horses were having problems. You had a couple of horses that, that, were put down. They were euthanized after the races on Saturday. Seven total have gone yeah, down. Yeah, what what happened with that, Pat? That, I mean, that's so, been a, a huge story. The two that, har- that might be the biggest story to come out of uh, come out of the weekend. The two heart attacks. He he is definitely being investigated. There's no question about it. Safi Joseph is being investigated. Now, 
he's puzzled. If they find any kind of drugs in that system, Safi Joseph is going to be toast. Yeah. I want to believe that isn't the case. As far as the other five horses, it's surface-related. Like, you know, when you finish a race, no, nothing happens, and you've you got to get put down. It, it could be the surface. Don't be surprised if, if this next week that Churchill has one or two more horses go down, they shut the track down for a while and redo the surface. Wow. That would be, that would be what I would look at. That's what they did at Sanita. Now, Pete, of course, is coming out. Yeah, they need to shut well. down the track. You know, it, it's ignorant. It's 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 ignorant well, they, to say that they're they're using that as an excuse to, you know, anything to, anything to do with animals that they don't like it is outside of letting them run free. You, you know, know they're they're going to hate and and it's you know it's it's a it's a political grandstand. There's no doubt about that. A hundred percent. And you know, Safi Joseph is a Floridian primarily. He trains most most. He goes he stays in the East Coast, but Florida is his home base. Um, he got suspended, and what we don't know how long. But again, his two horses, Parents Pride and Chasing Artie, died uh, Saturday and Tuesday the week before. They died of heart attacks. So they're doing a necropsy on these horses. Nothing's been brought out yet. If there's anything about these horses that's not legit, like, you know, chemically related, he's toast. They have yeah. no, and he will be the scapegoat. No question about it. I, I, I think Safi Joseph's a hell of a trainer. I don't want to believe that's the issue. No, we're going to find out. Right. And then, now you look at when you look at that specific situation, it's ugly. When you look at what happened during the derby, it was a great race. There was and I'll and I'll sit here and tell you, looking down the board, horses that I thought had a shot. Mandarin Hero out of the 22 was a long shot cuz of the position. I liked rate I liked um what's uh Kings Barnes. I thought he had a shot. I didn't like Tapatrice, threw him out. I thought um, Dermis Sotogaki was going to be tough. You can't start off the way he did. He was too far back, and and then he made a move, but he finished a, an even sixth. He didn't, he didn't do bad. Uh, Angel of Empire ran well enough to get up for third. Two fills, I'd have to say, ran the best race of all of the of the field because he was on the front end, had the pace, had to set the pace in a duel. And then, of course, Mage with Castellano ran giant. At the one-mile mark, he was in eighth, and he just picked. Up, he just came on. This is not anything to do with um, the upset of last year. This, this, this is going to be a good one. This is a good animal. This horse, he made the same type of move in the Florida Derby, and I thought the horse was going to win by three, and boom. Castellano really fits well. I would not be surprised to see this horse win in the Preakness. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see that. I, now, and the I, Preakness may be, may be no more than 10, 12 horses. Oh, of course, because the field always drops. You right. know, once if you don't win the Kentucky Derby, it, it, it that's always the thing where you know you have a ton of horses in the Kentucky Derby, and the ones that don't win or don't feel like they competed well just get out and you know well, run run some of the other races. A lot of, when good. Rich Strike won last year, in person, I think they should retire Rich Strike because he ran on Friday. He ran terrible. You want to you want to get your horse in this race because if the luck of the Irish is with you and you win the race, you're you're, you're picking up a ton of money, and you, and and then there's also the uh, the upside is you know breeding rights etc. Rich Strike will end up a sire, maybe thirty five hundred dollars a tag, and if his horses start to do really well, he'll, he'll start to get more. But 
he'll he'll be a sire. He'll, he'll, he's going to cover the thirty thousand dollar claim. You know, Pat, that's that's one of the the best things for winning horses. You know, oh. you have you to, ever have you ever been to the barn? No, I haven't. I you know my my I, I can't say horses, but my my evil mother used to breed and show dogs. So somewhat somewhat of a similar world in terms of how all that breeding stuff and the you know what you you know the, the more you succeed the more the uh the breeding fees go up will, so now, from, from the fees purpose you're right but here's the difference when you go back to Kentucky they let you go to, the, to go out these stalls you and I we can't live this good <laughs> they're spotless they're just, clean just just give me a give me a bucket and a stall and they, I'm they happy. listen they they eat great Air conditioning, they got it all. Oh, yeah. Right? T- and, they, and, and let me tell you this. Can, picture it. Uh, you go out. They take you out. Boom. They clean you up. They let you run around. They wash you. And then and you go back in your stall after you do a little boom, boom. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that's well, when you spend half a million dollars on a horse or more. You know, you got to take care of them. Oh, it's, so. it's really an amazing thing to see. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Well, by the way, speaking of amazing things going on, how about those nights, huh? Well, yeah, after, we, after, we, the, after they got bombarded the other night here at home, everybody thought yeah. oh, they're done. Yeah. Now we, they're up 5-1 to one here late in the second, the third period. They're going to go up two games to one in the series. Yeah, should we should we hit the Ridge of Badge and Finley out-of-town scoreboard? Let's go for it. You got let, it, let's, Mark, let, you got it. Let, let's run down everything going on in the world of sports today. No horses running. Well, there, oh, there's horses running somewhere, I'm sure. But uh, in the uh, world of baseball, we've got uh, Tigers taking out the Guardians 6-2. Uh, the Pirates break their slump boy they've been uh, coming back to reality a little bit they beat the rockies two nothing my orioles pat it's actually a three game losing streak after losing a heartbreaker there in atlanta tampa bay takes them out three nothing the yankees ugh, they win but they beat the ace so that's kind of like beating a triple a team seven to two uh kansas city knocks off the white Sox. so chicago bills sorry about that uh you are not in last place though but a 12-5 win for the royals uh, Milwaukee takes out the Dodgers, who have been pretty hot lately, but the Brew Crew gets them 9-3. to three. Uh, Cubbies go down to the Cardinals, and not many teams have done that. <laughs> the Cardinals on a historically bad pace this year, but the uh, Cardinals get tonight's win 3-1. to one. Uh, Right now, top of the six, Astros Angels tied at four. Bottom of the six, Diamondbacks lead the Florida Marlins 2-1. to one. Bottom of the seventh, it is the Rangers up 2-1 on the Mariners, and bottom of the seventh, the Nats are beating up the Giants 5-zip. So some ugly baseball games uh, going on in there. And uh, let's go over to the NBA where we had the, oh, boy, Pat, the Miami Heat. They are, looks like they Knicks may suck. Be, they may, well, they don't suck, but they're not as good as the Heat. He'd take them out 109-101. So Miami is now up 3-1 to one in that series. So they're going to be looking to close this thing out. And uh, up at Madison Square Garden coming up here in a couple of days. Uh, Lakers and Warriors at halftime. Of course, the Lakers blasted Steph Curry. The well, they blasted each other the night. last two series. Yeah, so 52-49 right now at the half. Warriors up on the Lakers. And then, of course, the aforementioned Golden Knights. And i got to tell a fast story about something that happened with this. I will blame this defeat for Edmonton on the somewhat snotty woman that was in my Uber last night. She was from Edmonton and was just saying how we don't monitor, uh, market Conor McGregor or, uh, McDavid very well and all that. And Edmonton's so good. Yeah, not tonight. 
McDavid's a stud. He's no quite. He's oh. the best player in the world. But five one right now. Knights looking to put this away and we'll uh, get this series. Sixteen seconds to go. So yeah, get this series up two one. So the Golden Knights. I, I really think Pat that the Knights win this series. They're going to be headed to the Stanley Cup. I, I don't know if they'll win it, but they're going to be heading there. So I'll tell you what. Last year, the team that had the best record in hockey was the Florida Panthers. Right now, they're one game away going to the conference finals as they are th- they've they've beaten Toronto three straight. They'll probably end it tomorrow night. And they will play against the winner of the Devils series. The Devils are down two games to one. So everybody goes, oh, the Devils are done, right? I'm like, no, we don't know. No. They lost two straight. They got, blo- they got blown out in the first two games against the Rangers. By the way, Gallant, gone. Um, they come back and win game three convincingly. If they take game four – it's 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 like a rematch of the second of the first series against Carolina and Carolina is a good hockey team. I think I think Carolina has to win this series in four, six or less to have a shot, or else it's going to be the Panthers against maybe the Knights in the finals. Did, you know, Pat, you and I are Northeast guys. Can you imagine seeing on the Stanley Cup, and no matter who wins it, Las Vegas and say Florida on a Stanley Cup? It's unbelievable. You know, for those of us that are like, you know, I'm a Flyers fan, you're a Rangers fan, to How see that. How about Seattle? Yeah. They're second-year team. Yeah. They're, they're having, playing great hockey. Well, you know, the Knights set a nice blueprint for them. So. Yeah, but they were horrible in their first season. Well, yeah, but you know, it takes you – know, I guess it takes two years for them. But but can you imagine if it's the Knights against Seattle in the, in the conference final? Or, I mean, the division – well, the conference final. Oh, that's one of those that makes you cringe. It was like Las Vegas and Montreal – you know, when the Knights lost to them. And, that was a heartbreak. We had no uh, right losing that, that was, series. That was just the, one of the hottest goaltending streaks I've ever seen. But that is the Rich Imagine Finley out-of-town And it's board. time for a break, I believe. It is time for a break. We'll take a short break. We'll come back, pay a few bills. We'll talk more. We'll recap more about racing. And we'll go. I want to go into this uh, umpire and parents issues. It's pretty big. We're back after this. You know, I got a big kick out of the uh, Todd Dewey, um, his little article about for the RJ for the uh, races. For whatever reason, he has he puts down the contenders and the pretenders. Hit show contender. I'm like, is a guy in crack? Uh, verifying contender. Two fills. He was correct. Contender. Uh, confidence game. He was right. Trap uh, Tapit Trice was a contender. Kings Barn a contender. Reincarnate was a pretender. He also said Madge pretender. I think he was wrong. Well, it happens. That's that's the thing about horse racing. Like I, I know Pat, how much you really dig into horse racing, like and, you do wrestling, and, and and just break everything down. And and the knowledge that you have on horse racing is unreal. Yeah, but it's like you're but, right, check you with the with, with you love you love wrestling. Yeah, I love racing. You know what the problem? I used to I love sports, but they ruined me because of the, they got political. So I'm not following sports like I used to. However, I, I am watching stuff. You know, like I'm the Major League Baseball. Like I, you know, it was funny. 
I did something to that on the way in. I haven't done it in a long time. I actually said, you know, the Rays were 28 and 7. Baltimore, you know, the Yankees were 18 and 17. They're down 10 games. Um, stuff like that. And I, I mean, I knew that's without even looking at the standings that I'm looking at right now. I, I knew Baltimore was having a great season around a 22 and 13 overall. Yeah, they've lost th- th- three in a row, but you know what? Respectable. The Red Sox had their winning streak snapped. I don't think they're for real at all. Toronto Blue Jays, I think, are a contender. Oh, they definitely are. You know, but the, the Rays are now 29 and 7 after 36 games. <laughs> they're plus 118 runs. They're playing out of their minds. I, I think they're going to go wire to wire. I'm sorry to tell you that. Well, I'm not saying your Orioles aren't making the playoffs. It's it's interesting because, you know, I really thought Tampa was going to drop off this year, but the the pitching has been great. And, you know, they've got four guys in that lineup hitting 300. Now, the thing is, Pat. That could change. Yeah. I mean, you know that they're never going to be able to keep that up. But But they're pitching is what it's all about. Yeah. And they're they're playing incredibly good baseball. And I think that that's going to make, and, you know, if Boston can stay respectable. Pat, that AL East is going to be an absolute war. And now the way the schedules are, where we're not all beating each other up in that division, boy, there's there, there could be a bunch of ninety win teams in that division. Pat, I'm gonna tell you right now, it, it was it, it was almost four last year. It it could be four this Tampa year. Tampa Bay is going to win 108 games, at least. They're that good. The pitch, their pitching is out of its mind. They got they got they got the first seven game winner in Major League Baseball. Thirty six games into the season. That's sick. That's ridiculous. Right. I mean, that's and and you wonder how long. Yeah, you know, I mean, McClanahan's been amazing, but you got to wonder how long that's going to keep up too. Listen, you know, I've been around. I've been following baseball since 1968. Long time, and you know. By the way, I, I, I'd be amiss not to mention it. We lost Vita Blue. Oh, that's right. We did. 73 years old. I remember the 1971 season like it was yesterday. He went 24 and eight, struck out 300 batters. Was an amazing season. Won the MVP and the Cy Young in the same year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he never came. He, he had a couple of other good seasons, but never quite that year. Uh, God rest his soul. But you, when you look at baseball, pitchers, when they find that groove, and the more he wins, the, hard, the better he's going to get. It's not a question of, it. will he do this again next year? He may never do it again his whole career. Right. But right now he's in the groove, and they're scoring. They're, they're scoring enough for him to win. I will tell you this weekend coming up the four games stint against the Yankees in New York. If the Yankees lose three out of four, it's doomsday. If they get swept, it's over. Their whole they'll never come back. Well, the, the the thing about this Orioles series too, this is a four four game series for the O's against Tampa. If God forbid four, Tampa man. would sweep this series. They're going to be up like nine and a half or ten games on Baltimore. Ten and a half, and or nine and a half, right? Because they won tonight. And it that I mean, you you get a near ten game lead in that division. That's tough already, to come back. That is, I mean, the only th- the only team that's capable of competing with them making a major run would be Toronto. They have the most. Depth. Yeah, I, I I still think Toronto's the best team in the division. I really do. Well, you know what? They're still a little on the young side. I'll tell you this though. When you're 19 and three at home and 10 and four on the road to start out the season, those kind of winning percentages are amazing. But what I find really mind-boggling is through 36 games, they're plus 118. Where, where even more mind-boggling, the Athletics are minus 129 in the 37 game, 36 games as well. That's unbelievable. Yeah, like those are those spreads you don't see. Now, interestingly enough, the Rangers are plus 85 with only seven games over 500. 
the National League, the Braves are 13 games over 500. Get this. They're plus 56. That's how, I mean, we're talking about a Tampa Bay team that's unconscious, right? But if- I, I'm getting yelled at, by the way. I got I to gotta mention this. My, my good buddy, Jose Vellante, who's in here sometimes on Monday night. Great dude. Yeah. Can I, can I, I got to read this text. Toronto is not the best team in the division, and I got the stop. They are they are the best team. No, they're not. Toronto, Tampa Bay right now is. It, I I'm going to tell you what if I if I you give me the money if I'm putting money down on a playoff series between Tampa and Toronto I'm taking Toronto. You know I, I have to tell you this, buddy. Tampa's going to cool down. You know they're going to cool down. You know we'll, we'll you see. know back in '84 they thought the Tigers were going to cool down. Yeah, but the Tigers were a team that everybody thought was going to be fantastic. They only had one year. I mean, that they team, were one and Pat, done. You knew going into that year though that that team was just going to light everybody up. So, so now now Jose's blowing me up more. I love you, Jose. I can't read all the text messages on the show. But, well, uh, I'm just going to tell you, I, I don't. We don't. I don't agree with you. I think I, oh, think I got he, okay. He's loving the shout out. Thanks. He is, is he? Jose Volante is awesome. I I love that guy. I really do. Oh, that's kind of funny. But you know, but Pat, the other thing about baseball this year that's really striking to me, and you know, you mentioned uh, the A's, is how many bad. I mean, not just bad, but bad. So you were going to take that. You, you took that. So I, I wasn't going to talk about it. I, I know the teams that are good. The one team that I'm surprised, stunned, is the Cardinals. Oh, that's unbelievable. They haven't had a this the, bad of a start, and they've won two in a row. They're only twelve games under five hundred. They're playing three thirty three baseball. That's a great batting average, not a good winning percentage. They, I read an article today that I believe they are on pace to be the worst Cardinals team of all time at this point. They've actually pulled Wilson Contreras out from behind the plate that they're going to have him play more infield and outfield. And I don't know what they're doing. But here's a but: they are twelve and twenty four, but they've only given up seventeen more runs than they scored. Yeah. That's that tells me that the Cardinals will turn it around. I'm not sitting there saying they're going to win, win a division. I am rooting for the Pirates. Yeah, I mean that's that's the one thing that everybody has to understand about you know if you if you're a casual baseball fan, these things tend to even out a little bit. Oh, yeah. But you know, but the Cardinals' problem is is that nobody with a record this bad has been able to come back and make the playoffs, and that is that is stunning. I mean, you know, the only that the, division right now until the, if the unless the Brewers you know assert themselves, Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're not going. Uh, they're they've lost a ton in a row. I mean, they're they they got a really bad streak. They're they're, they're still be, by half a game on the on Milwaukee. Right? Yeah, the Cubs have Cubs have re, come back to the field. They're seventh. The Cubs, the Reds, and the Cardinals right now on paper look terrible. I think the Cardinals are a lot better than their record. Yeah, I think they are too. But I th- I think that the Brewers are probably going to win this division with the Cardinals falling off that bad. Just because uh, the Brewers' young players have that everybody was worried about. Have stepped into the lineup and gotten the job done, and that pitching rotation is one of the one of the best in baseball. Well, I'm not, I can't say the best right now, but they're right up there, and that's going to carry them a really long way, especially in a mediocre division like the NL Central. The NL East right now has oh. Mar- the Marlins. I don't look at it as a team that's they're going to contend. Um, the the Phillies are going to get better. They're 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 you know they're 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 a good team. Washington's going nowhere. The, but the Mets are seventeen and eighteen, and you, you, everybody's waiting for their hitting to turn around. It's not. They I, I that agree. is that is a team that was reliant on that pitching rotation coming through. Now, do they have some good bats in the lineup? Yes, but and it's not. 
Where's I mean, the Mets where's and the Yankees, they, need, they need Conforto back. The, the, okay, the Mets and the Yankees kind of have the same problem. You know, I think the Yankees' problem is a little bit worse. That they they're feast or famine. You know, if they go out and they, you know they have a good night and they're bashing the ball out of the park, no problem. But they don't have a lot of guys that are really get on base, generate runs. Like you know, a team like like what Baltimore's been doing this year for the most yeah, but part. If you remember you know, last just, year, just as they, one. they wired the field and limped home, and Atlanta took them out. Yeah, I'm going to sit here and tell you the Braves are the better team. Yeah, I'll tell you that was that was really fun for you know. I wish the Orioles would have won the series, but that was a really exciting series to see with you know because Baltimore proved they belong. Right, you know they, they definitely did. But Atlanta, Atlanta's rotation is great. The lineup is top to bottom is just they're they're a good they're a great baseball team. And right now on paper, I would say that's the best team in the National League. The Dodgers are poorly coached and they're overrated. Yeah, that's well, I don't know if they're overrated, but because I think they're I think they're going to be there at the end. Uh, I I like San Diego. I like the Dodgers. I like I like Atlanta right now. Uh, yeah. Is there anybody else getting in there? Yeah, you know Milwaukee could sneak in. Philly could get in there. Yeah, the Mets could always pull it back together, but you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw I'm a the Met Dodgers. Fan. I'm a diehard Mets fan. They they suck. You guys, you know you or and cursed. Ken Thompson. You and Ken Thompson are two of uh, you. You sound like uh, like uh, you know I'm an Eagles fan. You sound like we Eagles fans sounded for a long time. You you, you remember Major League Pat? You know the guy in the se- in Major League Two. Randy Quaid's character that yeah, okay. you know that was like ah they'll blow it in the ninth. That's you guys. That is so you guys. Listen, you know when the season was over for the Mets <laughs> during the classic, the, the, the classic this year, our closer goes what? down for the year. You, you can't make this up. That was that was brutal. Yeah, I, so, I, I mean the, the Mets are cursed. The, man, I I wanted to be playing. I wanted to play the trumpet song all season long. I've got that flying around. I may still play it every once in a while. Yeah, let's just just a, just a hurricane. Beat Thompson's. the Mets. Beat the Mets. Yeah, I, Step I, right up and cash your tickets. The Mets will de- break your heart every time. <laughs> I mean, D- Diaz has the best entrance for a closer. The second is is uh, Batista for the Orioles because he comes into the uh, the whistle from Omar's in Omar and the Wire. I will go on the. I will sit here and tell you right now in the American League. Well, uh, the A's have, have been officially eliminated. Are, <laughs> I, I mean, but but I. But I will sit here and tell you the Rangers won't win that division. Houston will be back. They're seventeen when they get healthy. They're seventeen and seventeen. Yeah, and they're and they're, they're starting good. to play better. The Mariners are going to be a little bit better. The Angels are having a nice season. Um, we'll see where that goes. As far as the Central Division is concerned, oh. I mean the White Sox came into this season with hope. The team that really disappointing, unless after winning beating the Mets in the World Series about eight years ago, was Kansas City Royals. That team is just that organization. Oh man! Sucks. They... And by the way, they're paying two seventy eight baseball. That, that and, and then you got the Oakland A's at two twenty two. Yeah, you have some sounds just, like a TV show. Just horrendous teams, especially in the you know in the American League. We got Oakland and Kansas City, Detroit. I mean, it's it's just horrendous. And then Cleveland. Now, honestly, Cleveland was at the same point they were last year when they, they went they, on they, that they, run. They're going to win the division. But, I think they win it. Well, I, not Minnesota, and them are going to battle it out. Well, the yeah, because everybody because yeah, everybody else is going to be taking a nap and. Drinking, uh, drinking Cuervos for the I second mean, half of Minnesota's the year. Minnesota's okay. They're, they're a decent team. So I like Minnesota and Cleveland in that division rest, to, to, to run out the table. Um, the, the AL East, really, the truth be told, 
if they would line up the top teams from top to bottom, the AL East would have all the playoff teams. Do you? Let me ask you that, Pat. Do you think that all three wild cards, with you know the way the schedule is now, so they don't have to play each other so much, do you think that all three wild cards are going to come out of the East? I think it's going to be close. I really do. It, because you know, you've got to, you right now you're probably looking. I, I mean, I still think Houston's going to win the division. In the West, only one team from the West. I get, I agree. But you don't, you don't think the Angels could get in there, or the Rangers can get in there? No. It's interesting. The two teams that are going to, the team that could make it throw a curveball at you is Cleveland and Minnesota. I don't. I think West gets one team into the playoffs because they're going to, they're, 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 um, they're not bad teams, but they're mediocre teams. Like eighty four and six seventy eight type of seasons. I, I think it's going to take ninety two to get to the playoffs so, in the AL I, I this mean, year. I really do. I, I think Baltimore, Tampa Bay, and, and I I can't believe I didn't put a thousand dollars on Baltimore over over. Well, I told everybody that. I told you all. That was every a, one I, of I, you. I, got, I really, you know what? I was looking for better odds. I can't. I mean, I what an idiot. What uh, better odds did you no, want? No, just leave me alone. I, I mean, I screwed up. You can still bet. You can and still I, do it. And probably now is a good time because they had the got the little skid here. Now losing the two Atlanta and this one to that Tampa. That win total's got to be up to about eighty six now. Right, the win total you can't get, but in terms of winning the division, I, th- I think oh, it was I, like eight hundred. I don't. They can't win the division. Dude, it was like eight hundred to one. You don't want to throw a throw a ten spot on that. Oh, twenty bucks is worth a yeah. shot. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, here's what going back to what you said. I think ter- that the, the Rays and the Jays will make the playoffs. I think Baltimore is better than the Red Sox and the Yankees. I not you can't oh, you see, can't I, so you can't say that because you're a Baltimore fan. I can say, well, but it I'm being I'm, honest. Uh, all right, well, I'm being honest too. I think Baltimore makes the playoffs. Oh, I think they make the playoffs, but you know this. But uh, you know, it's interesting because of Tampa Bay's rise. I thought Tampa Bay was going to team was going to be the team that was going to drop out. But you were wrong. But the the Yankees, uh, I, I, that when that pitching rotation's healthy, is they're they're going to be tough to beat. They're going to be really. I, I want to see beat. how you can find three wild card teams in a National League. Could be the Mets. Could be the Phillies. Uh, could be definitely be the Padres. Yeah, I think Dodgers Padres are are going to be going. You know, I right thought the now, Giants but... were going to improve. Which nah, I didn't the like men. them. Um, I don't. I don't see but one team coming out of the Central Division. Yeah. See. See the one. The one trick is is that they get to play some bad teams there. You know, like Cincy and. Yeah, but here's you know, the problem: that you beat up on each other. By the way, here's an update on the uh, Warriors game. The Warriors are up eleven. Uh, to make that 10 with five minutes to go in the third period. You know, this is a series that looks like it's going to go seven. We'll take a short break. We'll leave it on that. We'll come back. We'll do it our out-of-town scoreboard one more time when we come back, and then we'll wrap up our first hour. You're listening to the – you know, I almost said finding common ground. You, <laughs> you goofball. The, hey, we're listening to the Mark Hoke Show. Yes, at SportsX Radio. I'm, I'm producer Mark, but I do the Mark Hoke Show on uh, KT. And by the KD way, he's got a big surprise coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, should we do that announcement uh, after the break? After the break. Let's give him a tease. It's a good, it's a good, I mean, let me tell you, it's a sexy, sexy tease. We'll be right back <laughs> after this. Segment of Sports X Radio. Before we get into all the other out of town scoreboard and other update, what you think of the Crawford Strom issue? National anthem. 
the, the standoff? Is that, no, is that not me? <laughs> that was amazing. That whole thing was crazy. They both went to the same college, and they I guess they have some sort of rivalry thing there where you know, you've got to do a little face-off. Nothing wrong with that. Just not, not during the national anthem to start a baseball game. The Fanatic was trying to get one to move and couldn't do it. Uh, you know what? I mean, if the Philly Fanatic doesn't get you to move, you got problems. You d- you're dug in, brother. You're like a you're like an Alabama tick right there. That was pretty funny. So let's talk, let's talk about some little magnetic stuff. Magnetic? Yeah, you know the little X rays and body. Oh scans. yeah, yeah. Because of course, well, we are at the PSBR Law Studios, right? You know, so we can't forget about that. But Pat, you know, this is really important, and you know, if you want to make sure that uh, you're taking care of your health, your health and the of and your your health and health of those you love has never been more important. It's on our minds. So go get peace of mind when you visit the Preventative Diagnostic Center. They have the only scanner of its kind in the region that gives early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments like heart and lung disease. Call Preventative Diagnostic Center right now to schedule your free educational consultation at 702-534-7900. That's 702 702- Five three four seventy nine hundred. Tell them Ken Thompson from SportsX Radio sent you, or he, Pat Casal because I'm a patient. Yeah, both these goofballs did their scans, and they're glad they did. They got information on their hearts and overall health that they never would have known. The comfortable scan only took minutes, and they got detailed reports from a bird a bird certified radiologist. Right? No, yeah, that is board, a board, not that bird, is a board, board yeah. certified radiologist, and another great part of this is if you have a spouse or significant other, like if you want to go with Dean from common ground you know you guys want to go and get checked out because you're a smart move you're practically a couple uh they are free go as a couple take the one you love to get answers before their signs and symptoms you'll both get a heart ct scan with calcium score for only 125 dollars that's a 600 dollar value per person and you only pay 125 bucks total Early detection's key. Get peace of mind when you take charge of your health. Call Preventative Diagnostic Center right now. Now. Do it. Do it. 702-534-7900. Well, I did it. It was worth it. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So on the next segment, I'm going to get into this. You you umpired, didn't you? I did. And you coached also. Yeah. By the way, I had an announcement. We can't forget the announcement. Let's do the announcement. Yeah, we got to do the announcement, and then we'll, we'll talk that. So we have a very special guest coming into the K-Dawn studios as part of the Mark Hoke show, and they'll also the interview is also going to be playing on SportsX Radio as well. Next Tuesday, as we get ready for the Double or Nothing pay-per-view from All Elite Wrestling here in Las Vegas, and, of course, AEW Dynamite and Rampage are going to be taping on that Wednesday Memorial Day weekend. Soraya. Course, formerly known as Paige in WWE, the former uh, women's Divas champion, is going to be coming here live in the studio. Pat, I get to hang out with Soraya. I so, am jealous. So that is going to be a lot of fun. And I'm and I'm hearing in our Cauliflower Alley Club segment that we may be having, and I can't 100% confirm, but it's sounding pretty good. Going to be a couple of boys coming on the show in a couple of weeks, maybe next week, and they're really, really nasty. Nasty boys. I didn't say that. What were you I just say? said there's a couple of boys, and they're really, really nasty. I just said the nasty boys. That was just, I that, that, that may be a fair assumption, but we have to 100% confirm. But I'm, I'm not going to say. So there you go. So big edition of the Mark Oak Show coming up next couple of weeks and on SportsX Radio as we get ready for EW Double or Nothing.
you know, this next topic, as we round up the first hour, is near and dear to my heart because I think it's insanity when you um, hear about a parent that hits an umpire. Like, you know, parent accused of punching an umpire during a baseball game in Florida, Osceola, Osceola County, Florida. And, and I'm like, you, you got to be kidding me. And then, I, and then I get the Wall Street Journal, and this is the uh, The Friday, Wall Street Journal. Or Friday. Wow. And here's the story. It says, why did the umpire quit Little League? Nasty parents is the quote. You know, enough, enough, he said. Don, Don Bazuffi thought. Two, two re- respected umpires had quit his local Little League in the, uh, Deptford Township, New Jersey, citing verbal abuse from parents and spectators. Now, I've experienced the verbal abuse as a coach from the parent, not, not at me, at the player, from the from, that have umpires, and I, I always tell my my parents, shut the hell up. Yeah. I, I never, I've never, I, I have to say this. I can be hot tempered. I've never been ejected from a game. The only time I came close because I got rude to a, I actually apologized to him the next day. My hand to God because I always tell my players, listen, umpires have a very small, short memory span, unless you piss them off right. and they don't forget anything. No, and and you don't want to if you get a close call, they're gonna, they're not going to give it to you. Trust me when I tell you. And not that they're going to go out of their way to do, screw you, but if it's close, it could go either way, you lose. Well, when you look at this kind of stuff that's going on, this is the new rule. Effective immediately in the event of an unruly abusive behavior by a spectator or a game attendee that is deemed necessary to impose the code of conduct that an offender will be barred from further attendance at Deptford Township Little League until he or she agrees to and completes three umpiring assignments at, at the complex. Ooh. Right? Now, Ooh. In Nevada, if you touch an umpire, you're going to jail. Yeah. Shorter version, act like a jerk to one of our Little League umpires, and you're going to have to become a Little League umpire. Now, I like that. Now, I'm going to tell you one of my favorite stories. My buddy, actually, he's a coach now. His name is Johnny. Okay, this kid Johnny was an awesome baseball player. When I was running the Little League, I wanted to give money back to the kids. We had them umpire to lower-level games. He gets abused by this guy really bad, who happens to be friends with the father. So as the kid Johnny was walking off the field, his dad went to come pick him up. He goes, what's going on? Nothing. Tell me what happened. He finds out what happens, and he goes up to the guy, and he meets him. And, he goes, and, and hey, John, how you doing? He goes, his father's name is John as well. Goes, I'm doing good. I want to see if you can intimidate me like you did my son. I mean, and unfortunately, you know what? The guy deserved an ass whipping. That's how I look at it. Wow. Umpires put in the time. They're looking to make a few extra bucks. If they're kids especially, you know what? Give them some slack. This is not Major League Baseball. We're going to get into that at the top of the hour. Too many people think that putting their kids in sports will lead them to professional stardom. It's not going to happen. No, no, so we're it's gonna, not. We round it up. We're done right now. We're going. Well, to... we, we got the music will come up, and then we can uh, get okay. out. So. But I'm going to sit here and tell you that when I hear – I coach club ball – and, and what these parents spend is nuts. I didn't make money on it. I wasn't coaching for money. And I tried to do everything in, in, a, in a discount fashion, and we got the best out of it. But, man, there's a variety of factors that are in play. One of the increased intensity in new sports brought on by influx of pay-for-play travel club teams has ruined athletics. I could, I could speak to that a little bit. And we're going to get into that and a lot more here on SportsX Radio. All I'm going to tell you is that if you're out there and you have a kid playing, and you don't like to call, fine. But don't piss off the umpire. It's not right. We're back after this.
Welcome back from halftime. It's just after 9 o'clock in the big city. Time to continue America's favorite Las Vegas sports show. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rabaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada style pub with three locations one on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872. The builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark. Home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. We're back. There you, know, you are. Before we come back to this, let's, let's. I think we should do a little sports recap. What do you think? Yep, we are in the PSB, PSBR Law Studios, and a there are no board certified radiologists in here. But you know, I just wanted to prove I could say it on here, and you did. I did. Thank you. But uh, we got the Richard Badge and Finley out of town scoreboard. Let's hit the one still going on right now. Uh, the the uh, Anaheim or Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, whatever the heck they're calling themselves now. I was actually going to announce that you know Brian Downing and Reggie Jackson had scored and they're up six four now on the uh, like on the it. Astros, but I figured we'll just let that go since I butchered it. But six four Angels right now, uh, Diamondbacks in the bottom of the eighth lead the Marlins five to one. It is a final with the oh it's a curly W. There's not many of those coming this year, but the Nats beat the Giants five one, and those are the games that just wrapped up. So or Still going on. We're just wrapping up, so we've just about done on the uh, baseball side of things. The Golden Knights closed that game out 5-1. Everybody took the third period off, so way to go, Knights. They are now up 2-1 to one in that series as they attempt to get back to the Stanley Cup at some point. That would be cool. So, heck with Edmonton. By the way, their fans are very polite when they fall behind, in case you weren't watching the game. They sit there very quietly. Yeah. And they, and they get really ran, they get a little, little out of hand when they're rolling. Yeah, but yeah, kind of the opposite right now. And uh, the Lakers have closed this game to 84-84, tied up with the Golden State Warriors, 10-28 to go in the fourth quarter. So it was looking like the Lakers were in some big trouble there, but they have closed the gap and trying to get up 3-1 in this series, which, you know, you can never say the Golden State Warriors are out of a series. But that ain't going to be easy. They get on three one to LA. Uh, you know what? Wait, the way the playoffs in the NBA work, they set this up for. I mean, we'll see. And I'll tell you right I, now, Joker, Joker should not have been suspended. I know. Oh, did he get suspended? No, no, he, he didn't. And I, okay. I know some people are trying to say, well, he didn't get suspended because it's a racial thing. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> no, if he, if that would have been with a fan, number one, the fan would have been ejected. In case you didn't see what happened, the owner 
um, the owner of the Suns. He's the one who should have been suspended. Yeah, he, he the ball went out of bounds, and and Jokic was trying to get the ball back to see if he get in bounds quick because uh, one of the Suns was off the court, so he was trying to make a pretty sneaky play. And the Suns owner grabbed the ball and wouldn't give it back to him. Right. And Jokic shoved him. So it was a little, a little craziness there. I, man, I wish that would have happened to Spike Lee one time. Now, you, that, now that uh, would be good. But that, you know. Or but, Flava Flav. No, what's wrong with Flava Flav? He never caused trouble in an NBA game. Nah, well, stay Why are you on Flava Flav? Where did that come from? Oh, I mean, you, you brought TikTok, Spike. TikTok, man. You're bringing up Spike. I mean, what can I tell you? Yeah, Spike Lee. That was, you know, it's funny. You know, everybody talks about Steph Curry and just how incredible a shooter he is. And I, I wish Reggie Miller would have played in this era. I wish Jerry West played. In this oh, era. could you? Yeah, if Jerry West would have had three point, or Pete Maravich too. But if those guys would have had a three point shot, and if Reggie would have been able to play in the era of not getting mugged every ten seconds, right? Oh man. I would. It would have been fun to have Miller and Curry playing at the same time and seeing who truly the better shooter was. That would have been incredible. I. I. I just. You know, I'm a Sixers fan, but I loved Reggie Miller. Absolutely loved him. Just a clutch guy. I'm a Knicks fan. I hated Reggie Miller. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. But you gotta. You gotta give a little respect and love on his name, right? Yeah, he, he hurt me. He hurt. He, hurt he hurts me. you. Yes, he hurts you. I understand that. You know, just like the Pirates hurt hurt my Orioles, and I've you know I've had many uh, many a bad athletic experience, but you still got to put a little love on his name. Come on, do it, Pat. You want to? I can see. I can. It's it, it. It's funny, everybody. Pat's sitting in there, kind of curling his lips up, like. No, I can't do it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> All I know is he, he couldn't beat Michael Jordan. That's that. That was that was my saving grace. Nor could the Knicks. But that's a whole other no, story. No, no, absolutely not. The Knicks had no had no shot. It was really bad. Uh, I miss that man. I wish he could play basketball for a hundred years just to shut these kids up. You know, I, I got to tell you, though, honestly, I don't think anybody realizes just how much better he was than the players of today. No, this is you know this in is, his prime. Should we, should we? We can have that argument real real quick. This is what. I don't think that people that are watching basketball right now and didn't get to see Michael in his prime truly understand when they say, oh, LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. Not even close. I will, I will, I mean, I, you get in these kind of debates and it's always really close. To me, it's not close. If those two were playing against each other in a series, right? I will guarantee you LeBron would be flopping and crying to the refs and would be curled up in a ball by game by about halftime of game three. I'll go a step further. If the the best year the Bulls had went up against the uh the Warriors, the best the team that year when they were seventy some games, they would have got beaten five by the Bulls. Maybe six. Yeah. You know what? The Bulls defense, the way they played the game was ferocious. Um the Bulls were a great team. I mean Rodman is probably the most underrated superstar on the team. Defensively, he was amazing. His rebounds, but it was his defensive play. You had Pippen. They, they, that was a great basketball team. Yeah, they they were incredible. You know the one the one well, matchup, they had a real center. Imagine. Yeah, the one matchup that I wish could have somehow, if if you were put into the, t- the time machine together, man, would I have loved to have taken the faux 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 Sixers against that Bulls team. 
that would have been a matchup and a half. Doc's, you know, a little. They only got the one ring, though. They should have got more than one championship. Well, I, I was they, always a Dr. J fan. Well, you know, they, they kept running the Lakers and the Celtics, and, you know, they, they beat one and lose to the other. It was, or they lose to the Celtics. It was, I mean, th- those were really the three super dominant teams of the 80s. You know, people people forget about how good the Sixers were back then because Bobby you know, Jones, Moses, Moses made the difference. Yeah, when Moses came in, that's what pushed him over the top. But you had Doc and and Tony, and I mean, that just it, that was an unbelievable team. But I, for, I forgot Michael Mark Ivoroni was had, was a rookie and you know and Cheeks, came in and Andrew Tony. Yeah, you had Hall of Famers all over the place on that team. They were they were a great basketball. That would have been that would that matchup. You know, putting Moses in the middle against like Cartwright and Rodman and. Oh, and, but you had to, you know, you have to remember too that era. They, they pounded on people. Oh yeah, they beat the hell out of you. It, it wasn't been, like today. It would have been fun. I, I think that I think that that goes seven. I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you that 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 bull team that one year they they, they just got in the groove. They were just amazing. Yeah, but so there you go. Anyway, so, we'll see. You had umpiring story. Today. So you know, reset that for us, Pat. When you look at we had a we had a umpire five days ago get hit. And that parent in, in in Nevada, if you hit an umpire, you're going to jail. That's that's bottom line. But you got you got parents that are ugly and antisocial. They just they they're they're spectators that are ridiculous. They expect so much from their child, and they're crazy. Every week we we get a report of some type of physical assault against sports officials. So this guy Mano, it's mind boggling. You know, um, you know, it's not just you know need an eye doctor or whatever. You know, it's and it's amazing to me. That I, I umpire. I mean, I I, I umped a couple games too, but I, I coached for seventeen years, and I could tell you, I won three arguments because I never gave the I never busted chops. Like in other words, it was a bad call. I protested the call. We talked about it, and they're like, you know, you're right, because it's little league. It ain't major league baseball, right. right? They over and they and they and they changed the they changed the call, and I won. The one time I was a jackass, this guy was a good guy. I always got along good with him. But I, I will tell you my favorite umpiring story. We're in the Summerlin in the playoffs in a tournament. It's the fall ball league. And I never gave the umpires any hassles. They blow the call at the plate. My, my favorite player of all time was Tony Gomez. He's safe. He calls him out. No problem. We lose the game. We would have won the game with that run. The umpire comes over to me at the end of the game. True stories. God is my witness. He goes, Pat, coach, you've always been good by me. I blew that call. He was safe at the plate. I said, Don't tell me that. Oh. Don't tell me that. But he did it out of respect. Yeah. And I thought to myself, that that's that's what it's all about, man. And that's what I and, and that's why I coached for so many years. I mean, I, I loved I loved helping kids get better. And that Johnny story. Where my friend told the guy, "Why don't you see what you could intimidate me like you did my son?" What are you talking about? He goes, "Well, you, you're a big guy. You're a tough guy. You want to you want to rough up my son? Now rough me up." And you know, I don't blame him. I mean, because you know, some of these parents get so stupid. Yes, I've seen I've seen I've had I had to yell at my parents a couple of times. Um, it's kind of ridiculous. I also was the you know when I ran the league, I also didn't believe that everybody gets to play just because. To me, you got to prove yourself to play. You know, um, you, you know, you don't have to be a starter. And I also was when I was doing the majors, I had it where not half the game, two innings. And and the reason I did that is to teach the umpire, the, the coaches who were hoping to um, 
get get an All Star team to be prepared for All Stars because if you don't get a player in the game, if you don't if you fail to get that player in, you lose the game. It's a forfeit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I, I did a lot of things to try to make it work. I also felt very it's very important to set a good example. Parents are the biggest pain in the asses there is. Parents who pay more uh, may expect more in some in some youth sports. There's a portal of to potential scholarship opportunities. The answer is no. There's a lot of organizations out there that are charging parents big bucks with the idea that if we'll get your kid a scholarship or this and that. If you take the money that some of these people have spent having their kids play, get coaching, and every every aspect of the game, um, that money, they would have put that aside. They could have paid for college. Yeah. Some of these clubs get ridiculous. Well, and, yeah. I, and, and I'm going to tell you, Here's the other thing that bothers me about all that. A lot of these people, are, are, they, don't, they, 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 don't, they misjudge the one thing. The most important thing you can do with your kid is let them play multiple sports. Mm-hmm. So if your core sport is baseball and your kid plays basketball, he's going to get balance, peripheral. He, he, he'll know how to move side to side, back, go backwards and forwards because of the basketball court. Shooting a basketball has nothing to do with baseball, but it's the eye-hand coordination. And it, it makes him a better fielder. A lot, a lot of things to look at. As far as football, football's another sport. You know, you, again, you, you learn how to get in sync and how to play the game the right way. And it's unfortunate how many kids lose the ability to have that opportunity to become better players. There's there's a couple – now, now I'm, I'm going to say I ran a volleyball club for uh, – and coached a lot of club volleyball too. And – the one like my the club that I ended up running just I stuck to my for the most part. I mean, I have occasionally have a kid come in from another school and play, but for the most part, I would have guys that um, were from my my high school that I coached at because I I wanted to use it to play some better comp, really good competition and for them to have a chance to get in sync for the season. Okay, you know, so so that was that was nice, but. It, at the same time, if like I'd have a setter that was on the basketball team, and the, you know my rule is you know I, Tommy, I want you to play as much as you can. You know it, it'd be great to have you there, but if you're basketball, you got something with basketball, you're you're going to basketball. That's your but, that's your that's your high school sport right now. Though. We're playing in the winter, so I want you to I want you to go. But volleyball. Your, is a perfect sport to work out on for basketball. Why? Yeah. Jumping up, timing. Oh, sure, but but the thing is, is that when you're you're in a full basketball season too, you know those guys are playing a lot of games on you know Thursday, Friday nights. We're going out and playing on Saturday. You know, so I mean the kids got to rest too. Yeah, and, I, well, and, I agree with that. And and what and one thing that that started that I think has happened a lot with kids specializing is number you know like you said they're not getting the experience of playing other sports, which I think is good. But you you've been seeing a lot more injuries in younger players Listen, in, in in sports across. I'm the glad you board. bring this up. I, I know parents that want their kid. They, first of all, they keep their kid, held their kid back till he's so he's 19 when he graduates. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But even more importantly, some of these parents are looking forward to getting kids to Tommy John surgery. I mean, are you nuts? Any yeah, surgery I've is stupid. That. I've heard that. That's that's insane. But yeah, a lot of kids. You know, baseball is baseball is probably the tougher the toughest one where you hear the most about that. But like you know, I I I would tell kids you know you got to take some time off from playing volleyball. You got to take some a little well, bit. You of should time take off time off of playing because, any sport because you know like in volleyball for example, it's a lot of 
you know, you're swinging your arms a lot. It's a lot of shoulder, a lot of, knees a lot of shoulder too. work. So if you're if if you're overdoing it, you know, you're eventually you're going to hurt those rotator cuffs and. You know, so you got to be you got to be careful in limiting what you're doing, and you know, in other sports too, it's the same thing. You know, you you have baseball is one of them, especially being a pitcher. You know, and a lot of these club coaches, from what I saw, you know, trying to get these kids to have major league style pitches when they're ten, twelve years old, and they're not de- developmentally, they can't do it. So they're, you know, they're still you know what growing. I taught my kids when in little league on twelve and under. A knuckle curve. It's really not a curveball. It's more of like a changeup. Right. You hold just the way you throw it. Everything's the same release. Um, the one thing I could teach them how to do is throw maybe a, more like a slider by holding it, but, but the grip. But you don't. You're not snapping the arm. You know when you're teaching these kids, you need, you need to teach them the basics. The, I, I call it the T for pitching. So you're always in that same zone. You know, too many people want their kid. They have these kids doing too many different things. The other thing about teaching kids baseball when I was coaching, my players played everywhere. I mean, unless they couldn't be a catcher or unless they were too short to play first base. My guys can play anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, 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 every, and I taught guys – I mean, when I was coaching at high school level, the one season, one, one fall program I, had, I was coaching, we had a dozen guys pitch. And what got me was they did very well. And then when, we, when they went to play varsity, they weren't being used. I go to the coach, what's wrong? Well, they're not throwing strikes. I said, well, if they're not throwing strikes, maybe you should coach them. Yeah, there you go. You know, so not, that would help. Here's my favorite story. My last player – my last super player, I, he's the best pitching prospect I ever had. I will not mention his name. He goes to CSN. Didn't, it, it, they shut him down on his junior year and his senior year, and I, he was my ace. I'm like, you're shutting him down on me. I'm gonna get him, I'm gonna, I got these scout tournaments. I'm going to get him a shot to get a scholarship. No, 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 we want to save his arm. He doesn't pitch the two seasons. I'm like, well, how come this kid didn't pitch? And they said to me, well, he couldn't throw strikes. I'm thinking – that's, that's kind of funny. How is he my ace, same team, and with you he can't pitch? Hmm. That is an interesting and that's question. Part of, and my last season of coaching, part of the reason I gave up coaching was I didn't. Feel, it was the first time I didn't feel appreciated. Um, and it was the first time I just thought I was wasting my time. And, and, the, and the truth, I had kids. My goal was to get kids into college. And I got a lot of kids playing college. In fact, I, got a, I just got a text message from one of my um, parents. Uh-oh. His son's playing up in Montana. They're already yelling. They're still no, yelling they're asking, at No, they're asking me to go up there. Okay. And um, to, to watch him play. Nice. And I want to re- – I got to pull this up because it's really – it's kind of cool. I got him into college, and his parents think I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. Okay. His name, you his, are Pat Casale in well, Sports Well, he says, hey, Pat, it, how's it going? Told you I'd let you know when we were going to be ha- – we were going to go up to Missoula to watch McLean, July 19th through the 22nd. So I'm going to try to go to there. Nice. McLean drove down from Lincoln County to play for me in the fall and in the summer. He would have transferred into the high school I was coaching at, but didn't like the coaching staff. Didn't like the coaching staff. McLean. So here's a great story about McLean. I get a phone call from the coach, JUCO in Arizona, and I'm like, you know, you're getting a steal. You're get you're you're you're, get, you're robbing the, robbing the house here. He goes, what do you mean? This kid travels. Three hours each way to play for me here in Las Vegas. Never complain. He might, he's a shortstop. He's a pitcher. He's a second baseman. On his, on his and high school team, he's the point guard. And on the football, on the football team, he's the quarterback. This, kid is, this kid's the real deal. He can run. He has the head for the game. You're kidding me. He calls up the kid to give him a scholarship. It's too late. He got taken somewhere else. 
One year in, Ju- in JUCO, I get a phone call from Cal Santa Barbara, US- UC Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Head coach asked me about this kid. I got him in there. He plays three years for UC Santa Barbara. Now he's playing, you know, minor league baseball, so to speak. The kid's a good, good player. Now, will he make it to the big leagues? I don't know. But the moral of the story is the character of the player. So the same coach UC Santa Barbara comes up with another player I knew very well. What do you think of this kid? Great kid. What do you think of this kid? He's a fabulous kid. He's not going to play D1 baseball for you. It never happened. He, he, yeah. he needs to go to a smaller school. And I didn't mean that in a bad way. Yeah, well, you got to be honest. You know, I had another and you got to be honest with your kids, And, and too. if you look at my yeah. Facebook page, 500 people that I'm friends with are kids I coached. My favorite story was Bryce. Bryce went to um, a small school in Iowa. And um, I told his father, by the time this kid's finished with, high, with his college career, he'll buy it first or second in the line of play shortstop. He may even pitch. All three happened. If it wasn't for COVID, he would have graduated the number one hitter in the school's history for hits, runs scored, the whole nine yards. But my favorite story about Bryce is that I, I, never, I don't believe this hit, hit oppo stuff. You, you turn on the baseball. Now, if you've got two strikes, you may want to go to right field. Okay, you want to protect. But, you know, you, you need to use some intelligence. But when I can tell you about so Bryce calls me up and says, is your sophomore year the team wasn't very good. I said, Bryce, you've always been a team player. When your team sucks and there's nobody on base, I want you to do me a favor. Play for yourself. Be selfish. Hit a Johnson. Go guard. He goes, well, how, how am I going to – I said, just what I want you to do is go up to the plate and smile. Huh? Just like, smile or relax. Calls me the next day. He goes, Coach, how do you know this stuff? What do you mean? I, I got my first bomb in college. True story. And at that nice. much, and at, with that, we go to a break. 96-96, Warriors, Lakers, 329 Ooh. to go. Big one. We'll be back after this. Okay, we'll be back after this. This stuff, these commercials that I'm getting ready to play right now, Pat, on SportsX Radio. Get them. Man, that's some serious music. Brings back some old old days, man. Man, Chicago was bad. They oh, were and that's Chicago Live, by the way. They were awesome. That, that, just if if you want to check that out, it's on YouTube. Uh, while, of course, go check out all our videos on the Mark Hoke Show on YouTube first. But if you want to listen to the music, then they have uh, it's a Guitar Center Sessions on DirecTV with Chicago. Have you ever seen them live, Pat? No. Oh, how have you not? I never did. It, I wish when I they, did. When they have another residency, which they will, go. I am telling. I will. You, you, there's because you know the, the timing. The time is closing on that one. One hundred two, one hundred one, forty six and a half seconds to go. LeBron just missed his shot. There's a foul on who I don't know. Um, you know, all I'm going to sit here and tell you, people, if you have, if you have kids playing sports, most important thing, it's a game. I used to tell my players, it's a game. You play games. Let them have fun and let them figure it out. Once they figure it out, they'll know what they want to do. And, and you know what? Once you take away that fun, then it never comes back. Speaking of baseball, how about Alabama firing their baseball coach amid a probe on gambling? Oh. University of Alabama said Thursday, this was last week, they fired uh, Brad Bohannon for violating the standards, duties, and responsibilities expected of a university employee. The action comes after three states have paused taking bets on university baseball games. Ooh. The U.S. Integrity Independent Firm that contracts 
with government regulators and sports leagues, including the Southeastern Conference, where Alabama plays, alerted the Ohio Casino Control Commission to what it described as suspicious bets placed on April 28th as a sports book located at the Cincinnati Reds' Great American Ballpark took the action. Wow. And by the way, uh, Lakers just rebounded the ball. 15 seconds left. They are up one. Steph Curry missed a couple of shots. By the way, if you ever look at Steph Curry's stats on buzzer beater shots, they're not good. He's, He's overrated. pretty good otherwise, but wow. I don't know about that. I mean, Jerry I, West would have schooled his ass up oh, and down the court, buddy. Oh, boy. I don't know. Pat, I, I don't know if I can agree with you on that. I just don't know. But, yeah, but, boy, he shot that from, from Oakland. So now, oh, does anybody play sports in Oakland anymore? Oh no, they don't. Well, no, they're, they're, it's a homeless camp, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, and they have and, and they have uh, a lot of problems in, in, in there as well. It's one hundred three, one hundred four, one hundred one. Fifteen seconds to go. Lakers, uh, Warriors take a timeout. The Warriors, they're, they're getting outscored by ten here in the fourth quarter. This is their fault. They're giving this game away. Uh, looking around, so what about this new thing? Is it the error of the fifty million dollar quarterback? With, with, is it? Am I am I nuts or is like? Is are they overpaying for some of these kids? Like Lamar Jackson's overrated. I wouldn't uh, give him the money. I'd have let him go. I, you know, we've we've had that discussion with a couple of the guys on here. My take on Lamar Jackson is I don't think he's overrated. I just think with the way he plays, a lot of wear on the tires. He's not. You know what play, I mean? He's, he, you it, know what? I'll make you a bet now. He doesn't. He doesn't play a full season. Yeah, I'm. He might I, get hurt. I'm not gonna go against you on that. Cause that, and that's the problem. He plays the game like he's a, a fullback I, and not fully dressed like a running back. See, I, I think Baltimore just – that was one of the worst decision processes by Baltimore that I've seen in a really long time of how that whole thing but, played out. It was terrible. But the one thing, you know, I wouldn't have necessarily gone after Lamar Jackson because – of, like I said, I th- I think that the way he plays, and you know, like you said, you know, he's running a lot. They didn't have a lot of receivers, and and I think that it's it, it may have been too big a risk. But Baltimore put themselves in a corner with that whole. Well, thing. here's the deal: you're, you're paying this guy the money, and I, now here's the problem, and I and I agree with this. Giving Kyler Murray the money they gave him at five Whoa. foot eight. That, I mean, the Cardinals organization's always been cheap. That was the biggest mistake in football history. He's too small, and now he's fragile. He's almost like an RG3 fragile. Well, and, and it seems to me, I mean, you got to take these stories for what they're worth, but it doesn't seem like his teammates have a lot of respect for him. I don't know, I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, let me, you're a baseball guy. Let me ask you this about him. You remember that, Oakland A's. that he was drafted by the A's, and he would have been, you know, he was a very, very good baseball player. If he was my son, I'd have broke his legs, told him, you're playing baseball. I th- it, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, like, if you get a shot at the NFL, I think you have to take it. Major but, League Baseball, you're going to get but, paid a whole lot more money. But the, but yeah, it, it, let's let's say in a few years, you know, it's kind of his signing bonus right out of it, right out of college would have been seven million dollars if it doesn't work out. And let's say he'll never the next play baseball. Contract, nah, he's done now. You don't think he could try? It? No, 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 no. You know what? He, he's going to be beaten. He's going to get beaten down. It's going to be it's going to be horrible. Let me let me say this. Jalen Hurts is not the, is a smart running back, running quarterback. He doesn't take the the pounding that Jackson took. He actually runs almost as smart as Mahomes. Mahomes is the smartest running quarterback I've ever seen. 
So there's like one second to go, by the way. It looks like the Lakers are going to pull this off. They pulled it out. Wow. So upsets me. Pat, do you realize, and and I hate to, I don't want to jump too far ahead because we still got another round. And honestly, I don't think the winner of this series is going to beat either Denver or Phoenix. But you know that there's a possibility and it, that we could see Lakers-Celtics, Lakers-Sixers. Could you? Ah, it 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 could happen. Oh please, I'm so tired of hearing how good LeBron is. I no, I like I said, I don't think the Lakers are gonna. They, it, it was weird how the playoffs worked out this year because they need to go. The highest seed should play the lowest seed in every round. This is a joke. This was definitely orchestrated by the NBA for for TV ratings. It's ridiculous. Well, but the I mean the brackets just worked out so goofy though. With you know the Lakers caught a break because Denver with everything that happened with John Morant and you know Memphis was just discombobulated. Listen, the NBA Golden State, so, Golden they, State they don't, they catches play a young team so poorly it's disgusting. Yeah, it's I can't watch the NBA. I'm only watching this right now because I'm, I'm a Nick fan. I wanted to see how far they would go. I know they're done now. But the Warriors, I can't stand the Warriors, and I, I hate the Lakers. I don't like I don't like either of these teams either. And so you know. They, they they set them up. I mean, can you imagine if Phoenix was playing right now against the Warriors and the Lakers were playing against Joker? It's Done. over. Yeah, they four both straight, lose. maybe five. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I think the winner of Philly Boston is going to the NBA Finals, and I think the winner of of the I'm gonna tell you what though. Jimmy can play. Yeah, you know, I, Jimmy Jimmy could play. One of the worst. Decisions. Remember, remember that Seinfeld episode with Jimmy? Yeah. Oh, one of the worst decisions that Philadelphia made was they had a choice. They either go with Jimmy Butler or they go with Tobias Harris. And they decided to let Jimmy Butler go. And I just was like, what are you doing? Let's go a step further. If Boston, if Philadelphia has Butler right now, Philadelphia oh, going to the NBA they're, Finals. They're, they're easy. How about, the the, here, how about this, though? You know, Giannis can end up a Nick. Huh. Knicks are going to have the room in their budget in the next two years. <sighs> that <sighs> The Bucks are in oh. trouble, man. Well, you know, they fired the coach. Yeah, I know. That, that How about, was, and then you got Gallant gets fired. Gallant had two great years. It's got to be him. That's his third team he's with. He's been very successful with, but he, he gets fired again. And it's it's obviously he just has a tr- difficulty getting along with general management, et cetera. But Gallant's a hell of a coach. And we might have yeah. won a cup if we let him coach. Yeah, that, that's always – boy, you know, you've seen – I remember when Davey Johnson got fired. Yeah. You know, for the Orioles. And, you know, they were playing great baseball. I think he was coach of the year. It was. And, I'm a and, fan. And, and they let him Johnson go. was not a great coach. Well, he did a pretty good job in Baltimore. He did better in Baltimore than he went to Mets. The Mets had the talent. He should have won at least three divisions, and he didn't. Yeah. He got out coached every time by Herzog. But, you know, it, it's kind of insane. But I, I do want to touch on this. Could you, I mean, I, I, I mean, I still think that there's a chance that Brady will play for the Dolphins. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Hey, Pat, there's a possibility. He's. Well, that kind of, for $40 well, million, dollars he'd play. There, there's a possibility that, you know, I'm going to get buried under the. Concrete. Hey, did you hear that the, uh, the Commanders last year tried to get? They they called um, what's his name from Stanford? He used to play for the Colts. Andrew Luck. Yeah, Luck. They they wanted to get him. They tried to get him in the back to come back to play. So no, I'm done. No, and and I Luck's think, family's got money too, though. I just I just think that Tom has done his time, and I. I was, I mean, I was surprised he did come back last year. But the quarterback playing the NFL is so pissed. Yeah, but off. but he's forty, what forty six now? Yeah. Come on, man, go, go live your life. Warriors win, lose one hundred four, one hundred one. Well, there you go. So Lakers, 
are now up three, three to games one. to That's one. That's going to go seven. Watch. So, so now you decent chance you'll see the the Lakers heading into uh, whoever comes out of the Denver and Phoenix series. Denver's which got, is getting interesting. Denver's going to win that series in six. Six. They uh, win the next two games. I smell seven. I, I, I'm I, telling you, six. Joker's going to do it. They're going to win game five, and they're going to win game six. They'll end it in six. Yeah, we'll see. I just, I'm just telling you. But uh, going back to this NFL stuff, I mean, the $50 million quarterback is, is crazy. I, I got to tell you something right now. This NFL draft that just went by, I, I thought, I, I mean, I think he's a great kid. Bryce is a great – I don't think he's a number one pick in the draft. You know, the one thing – Too but small. The, but the one thing that I like about him, he he's a winner. And the, the what'd you think the, of Doug Flutie? I, you know, I was hesitant about Flutie in the end. I mean, the, the thing about Flutie's era was a smaller quarterback just didn't Couldn't fit in back. He then. could play today. He could. Oh, today Dear he's a starter. Lord. He'd definitely be starting. That's the problem. So, and let me tell you right now, quarterbacks in each side, you need to be six two. Unless you're an exceptional leader. No, Russell Wilson wasn't that tall, was he? Russell Wilson is 5'11", 6 yeah. foot, has a good arm. 5'11", and he's mobile. And he's mobile. Yeah. You know what? Russell Wilson was a fine quarterback. The problem with Russell Wilson in Denver is they didn't – I said it from the beginning of the season, if you remember, they don't have weapons. They don't have the talent. And, and they overpaid Russell Wilson. So when I look at how you overpaid Russell and how you overpaid Murray, there's no chance I give Lamar Jackson that money. Now, I'll tell you this. Lamar got paid. Lamar, Lamar Jackson – this year will not finish the season playing every game. That wouldn't shock me. Right. It wouldn't shock me. And but. if that's the case, they got that every time he gets hurt, he's closer to retirement, as well as as well as the, the Ravens have a, are, are screwed. Because if he gets if he goes down three, four games that's, again. And that's why I was saying that why he wasn't getting the demand that you would have thought. Nobody they, wanted they were, him. They, well, he's not that quarterback. Well, there he were throws two like, issues. He, he passes like crap. He has well, a bad hitch in his throw. Problem one was when they put that special franchise tag on him. That if you signed him, you had to give up two first round, a couple no of first round do picks. That. I wouldn't. There's no way. No way. You were already. You already had the hesitancy of taking him. Burrow is better than him, no question. Now Deshaun Watson is the other thir- is the third quarterback that got overpaid. If he doesn't come back this season, that maybe turn out to be the worst signing in NFL history. I still don't know why Cleveland did that. Now. I just, but I'm going to tell you right now, the Steelers. Everybody thinks they're, they're allowed. That that team is going to be. They're going to be in contention. Great coaching, great organization, and the, and that the pit for not. He's not. Listen, he ain't Dan Marino, but he, he's a fine quarterback. I, I mean, listen, when you look at the league, Burrow is is the dude. Mahomes is the dude. Okay, I mean, when you look at these quarterbacks around the league, it's the AFC's got the most quarterbacks, but I don't necessarily think they have this. In between the ear, I'm pointing at my brain. Yeah. Uh, well, I think Burrow's a pretty smart quarterback. Burrow's I think, the, I think is, Mahomes is a pretty real smart deal. quarterback. Like I said, I think with Josh Allen, you start going down that list. Josh Allen, I think he just pressed too hard last year. I, I think that everybody just the, – the expectations got to him a little bit, plus the, the running game just wasn't there, so he felt like he had to do everything. So When I look at the Chargers – Herbert, I don't see Herbert as an intelligent quarterback. I don't. Yeah, he's an athlete. He's not a great quarterback. You know, but the one he's got thing, a big arm. But I, but I'm gonna I, in his defense, 
he's had a, couple, a few different offensive coordinators. It's been a San Diego or a San Diego. God, I did it again. Los Angeles, Los the Chargers of Los Angeles, have just been a very weirdly coached and run franchise for him, and that's making it difficult. You can't keep having the turnover and and the some of the dumb coaching decisions. I you know, I don't like yeah. seeing a Carter Brooks starting this rookie season, but I'm going to say this: Trevor Lawrence made an incredible leap yeah. year one to year two. That that's a quarterback who I believe is solid. Yeah, and he had, he and, had he's gonna get, and he's got him. you know what he's got going? He's big. Yeah. Right? And he doesn't have to rely on it. He uses his legs when he's supposed to. And you know what you know what's really good about Trevor Lawrence? Man, he's got great hair. I give him credit. He could keep it. Now I'm gonna tell you another quarterback who I think is overrated. <laughs> Josh Allen. Has all the tools to be good, but he's overrated. Why? See, he makes the he 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 needs to he needs to play the game with a little more intelligence. He's a little more possessed. There's a guy where you know if I were to if I were the Bills, I'd bring Brady in to coach him. See, I like I said, I think I think Allen pr- just had to press last year because I felt like he felt like he had to do do it all. What's he going to so, press? Bench. <laughs> he needs he needs a really good running back, and they'll they'll be all right. I'll tell you the quarterback that gained my respect in the NFC, and it's Jared Goff. Yeah. And Goff might actually be, right now, the best passing quarterback in the NFC. Mm. Go ahead. Beat him. Boy. Beat him. Because there are some there's some bad quarterbacking in the NFC right now. Oh, I, boy, I'd have to see the list. I'm, I'll, I'll I'm give just you the list. Going... Seattle. Gino. No shot. Yeah, just, just, just run him down. San Francisco's got a rookie no. quarterback. No. Ram, Stafford, he can't stay healthy. Murray, no. No. Tampa Bay, forget about it. Saints, Carr, not bad, but he's not, no way. Carolina Panthers, no. Falcons, eh. No. Vikings, Cousins, not even not you, even his best day. Him, I hate so. him. Green Bay Love could be a good quarterback. We don't know, but he's not better. He's not going to be better. The field, field is another kid who's just an athlete. Passing court, Dallas quarterback, no shot. Uh, not a chance. Dak is not the man. Now, Hurts throws a nice ball. That's got you. Got you thinking there. That's the team that had. That if they don't run away with this division this year, it's going to be because of Hurts. Well, I don't. Well, that, if if, if something would happen to him, that would be pretty devastating. Because I don't. I don't want Marcus Mariota running the or team. Or Ian Book. Yeah, hard pass. But. Listen, you got you got you 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 brought in DeAndre Swift, you got Scott Gainwell and and Rashad Perry on the bench. We're gonna come back. I want to go over this Eagle team. Oh, go ahead, finish it up, finish it up. But, but then you look at AJ Brown. You got Devontae Smith. You got Watkins. You got Dallas Goddard, who's as good a tight end as there is in the league. This team is so loaded. Oh, and don't forget the defense. Oh no, side the, of the, the, ball. the defense is a no brainer. If this Eagle team doesn't win that division in a walk away. Then, then it's the coach, See, and, or, or it's Hurts. And I, I mean, Hurts had a good year last year, but the, you know about the NFL? What's great? They adjust quickly. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to tell you the team to beat in that division. You're going to be shocked when we come back. Oh, you're, don't, don't even say it, Pat. The Giants.
Don't even, I? I don't want to know what you're going to say. Oh, I just. What do you uh, think I was going to say? I uh, just save it for the other side of the break. We'll save we'll, it. I, I want we'll cry, but the, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you tell me what I was thinking. Okay, you're going to we'll, play Karnak. We'll, we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. This is Sports X Radio. Jar on Funkin' Waggles. We'll, we'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. We'll wrap up a great show. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks to Kenny Thompson. We're back after this. At the hop. Woo! That's Boogie in there. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, you know what? I, work, I, I worked at a uh, nightclub. I, I saw them in live. I worked at a club as a bouncer. It was a, it was called the hop back in Jersey back in the day. So it's good stuff. Um, you want to do the out-of-town scoreboard? Then, yeah. Then we'll wrap up yeah. the show. We should do the Rich Badge and Finley out-of-town scoreboard. Go for it. Real quick here. Of course, uh, in the NHL tonight. The Knights of Cold from Las Vegas defeated the slimy Oilers from Edmonton. 5-1 to one tonight. Big win for the Knights. They go up 2-1, to one, take control of that series. In the NBA, Pat, not a good night for the city of New York as the Knickerbockers lose to the Heat. 109-101, Heat up 3-1. to one. The Lakers also go up 3-1 to one as they have knocked off the Golden State Warriors. 104-101. So they'll go back to uh, Golden State with the Steph Curry and the boys trying to stay alive. And in the baseball, Angels knock off the Astros 6-4 as the Marlins going down to the Diamondbacks 5-2. The Curly W's, the Nationals knock off the Giants 5-1. Detroit takes out the Guardians. Chris Wynn gets to celebrate a win tonight. So, you know, put that on your calendar, Chris. That's a big red X for you. Uh, They knock off the Guardians 6-2. Pittsburgh takes out the Rockies 2-0. Uh, Tampa Bay got lucky and must have cheated somehow, beating the Baltimore Orioles 3-0 at Camden Yards. Yankees take out the A's 7-2. They cheated as well using uh, powers from the Dark Magic because that's what they do. Right, Pat? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, Kansas City takes out the White Sox 12-5. Brew Crew downs the Dodgers 9-3. So battle of uh, a couple of the top teams in the NL going at it there. Cardinals, they get a win too. Write that one down in your uh, date book. 3-1 over the Cubbies and the Rangers. 2-1 over the Mariners. And that is the Rich Badge and Finley out of town scoreboard. Good stuff. So as we, lo- we went off, I'm gonna, who do you think I think is going to win that division? They give, they give the Eagles the most trouble. You're probably going to say Washington. Yep. Matchups are everything. I'm going to tell you something right now. They, they drafted defense. They're secondary. This is a team that's, that, that could... I expect big things out of this team this year. Ron Rivera will give it away. I, I, He'll I, give it away. There were some questionable things down the stretch. I mean, <laughs> There's I think, always been questions. Howell could turn out to be a decent quarterback. Although, I'll tell you what. I think they're a mess. Fitz Magic was a shame. Really? I thought he, I thought he was. I loved the guy, the way he played. He's, he's one of the greatest backups of all time. Only one closer or maybe better was Steve DeBerg. Steve DeBerg was pretty. You know who else was a pretty good backup quarterback? Steve, Steve Craig. Steve Young. He was a backup. He was a good backup quarterback. About that. So I think Washington commanders, but if I look at the league right now, I mean, Philadelphia looks like they should just run away with the division. I'm, you know, I think they were 10 and a half wins, I think, was their line. That's, that's a great bet. I'm like, bet. you're nuts. Go, guys, look. That's a sucker it, bet. Take it I right would, now. I would not tell you to do something if I didn't, in my heart of hearts, because I'm not a sports better, 
feel that was the truth. Listen, go bet that they for can the use the run and shoot offense. They can get rid. Jalen Hurts can get hurt. They don't, they don't even need a quarterback. That team will win twelve games. I don't know about that. They're they're pretty reliant on him, but they're loaded. They're, they're just loaded at every position. Loaded. The Commanders mean, are the only team that could take them out. Dallas, I don't see it. McCarthy doesn't do it for me. The Giants didn't improve, but they don't have the weapons to compete. Not yet. But Daniel but, Jones is coming along. But I mean, you know, Saquon's good. You know, you, but you said they're going to run away with the division. I don't know if they're going to run away with it. Fifteen and two, sixteen be, and one. Because I do think, I do think that Dallas and the Giants are going to pile some wins up. Okay, so you know, but I, I don't think they're going to run away. Let's say Dallas gets eleven wins. Dow, Giants get eleven wins. Commanders get 12, 13 wins. I mean, uh, Commanders are not getting uh, Pat, Commanders. That, commanders. Just, just a, I'm, I'm going to get a. I'm going to get I'm a bar take, of I'm, I'm telling you here right now. Eagles win that division. The Commanders will finish in second place. The Lions will win the Central, the North. I'm agree. a Vikings fan. Uh, uh, we're cousins. We can't win. In the South, who cares? Bingo. <laughs> I mean, but I will tell you this: the Niners are going to be unbelievable this year. They'll be pretty good. And that's that's that that team wins now. And the the, the Kansas City Chiefs are going by default. Now, can the Chargers step up to the plate? I don't know. I don't like their coaching. Denver's not going to do it. Raiders forget about the Raiders. Jacksonville will win their division. Tennessee depends on their – I mean, they got rid of they, – they really – I don't know if they're going to be ready this year. I think Jacksonville and the Colts, the Texans are probably a year away. I look for the Bengals and the Steelers to battle out in, in the north. Wow. But well, look, welcome to the Bengal bandwagon, oh, Pat. I'm not being a bandwagoner. I'm going to dust off that seat for you. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> and, and I tell you right now, I mean, I'm not, I'm not ready to crown the Jets anything. I'm not. They're third place. I think their coach is a great coach. Uh, They're third place, man. Right. You know, right now, I mean, no, I'll tell you right now, Miami, New England, and the Jets are going to battle. Buffalo should win that division. They should. Yeah, I, I, right now I go Buffalo, Miami, Jets, New England. I won't give Miami because of the quarterback situation, but the Bills, what the Bills have done, they signed Latavius Murray. They got Damian, they got Damian Harris from the Patriots. They got Cook. And they got um they got Heinz. They got they got depth at running back. Their receiving core is outstanding. Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, they got uh Shakur, they got Dawson Knox. This is a team that could really unless unless they just, you know, they die. I mean, injuries. Josh Allen, the problem with the, with with Josh Allen is he the way he runs with the football, a lot like Lamar Jackson, one big hit and he's done. They gotta learn how to not rely on his running game. They got plenty of skilled players in running back. The Jets, on the other hand, don't have the offensive weapons. Yes, they brought in a new quarterback. Okay, it's Aaron Rodgers. Okay, but that doesn't mean they're going to win. The, they're going to win I, the division. I'm more worried about their offensive line than anything else. Well, we'll see. But you know, Hall. Hall, by the way, they got Hardeman. They brought him in. That was a good pickup because he gives them some speed. But Alan Lazard. I mean, how great a core receiver was he? You know, Garrett Wilson's a stud. Conklin's a good tight end. Um, but I got to tell you something. If Hall is coming back from an injury. If if Hall is not the running back he was before he got hurt, they're in trouble. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, well, I, I'm not looking at the Jets like they're sure they're shooing. The Dolphins have the depth; they don't they don't have a quarterback. Tua cannot get it done. Although, guess what? They got Mike White from the Jets. <laughs> okay. No, I will tell you why. Okay. I look at this team. I see I see Brady as a quarterback with those weapons. It sucks. I don't, I don't want him to do it, but that's bad. But you know, and New England. They might they might be a little bit better this year. They'll be a pain in the butt, right? They'll, they'll be they'll be hanging around five hundred, maybe maybe there at the end. But getting Juju Smith Schuster was a smooth win for them. That was a good win for him, bringing him in. Yeah, 
They're, that division is going to be tough, no doubt about it. In the, the AFC is going to be absolutely brutal this year, and the NFC is going to be horrendous. Well, I mean, you got two teams, really. You got the Niners and you got the Eagles. And I, I think Detroit's going to be pretty good, too. Well, no, I, I, I like, I, I, like I, I meant to say three. I apologize. I like them. I think that that's the team to fear. I, think I wouldn't the, want to play them. No. I mean, they're, they're a gritty team. They've got a a great young core. I mean, they're they, they're going to be tough what? to beat. They got an exp- they got a quarterback who's been there before. Yeah, so it'll be it's going to be a this an could be interesting. Year, NFL in all year. the years I'm following the Vikings since 1968, the two games a season I can almost count on year in and year out was beating the Lions. Right now we're in trouble. Minnesota can't beat the Lions this year. I'm sorry, they got to lucky that. to beat them the one time. They won't beat them at all this time. Heartbroken. Yeah. Hey, by the way, real quick, just to remind everybody. If you would kindly tune in to the Mark Hoke Show on Sunday, we'd certainly appreciate it. 8 to 10 on Sunday's Best in Pro Wrestling News and Entertainment. We're going to be uh, having some terrific guests coming up next few weeks, so check it out. Pat, you got Common Ground on, on Saturdays, on, live 3 to 5. But you know what? You got the best radio show on ta- in town for wrestling. Nobody's ever done anything like that here in town. That's because, number one, I'm good. It's all you. Yeah, it's all me. No. <laughs> you're, and you're not. It's your passion. That's yeah. what makes you great. Hey, God bless everybody. Ciao for now. Don't forget tomorrow night. Can. We'll catch you at 8 to 10, SportsX Radio. God bless.